0: Hi, friends! Today I want to talk about impermanence. (laughs) So much of our pain is caused by our trying to hold on to something, like make something more permanent, right? Or to like worrying about losing something or um, worrying that something will never change, right? But the only constant is change. And when things are going really well, we're like, no, I don't ever want them to change. And then when things are going really bad, sometimes we can be stuck in it and feel like this is going to be forever. Like this is just my reality, right? It's so hard to see outside of that. But we can release ourselves from some of that pain by accepting and allowing and surrendering. So that's what I want to talk about today. Nothing in life is guaranteed. Nothing. Nothing. I learned this lesson. The mo- I learned this lesson many times. The universe sent it to me many times. Um, I would say the biggest lesson was with my divorce, right? Because you commit to marrying someone, you decide you're going to, to marry them and you think, okay, this is it. I'll be with them for the rest of my life. And when that's not the case, it is life-shaking, <laughs> Let's we'll put it that way. No matter what was going on, whether it was hard or easy or good or bad, whatever the reason, just having something that you promised—you know, I, like I, I made that commitment, right? I said it out loud. I said, "I will be with you for the rest of my life," right? But people change, things change, circumstances change. We cannot predict the future. We don't even know that we'll be around tomorrow. So we might as well just come to terms with that, right? And that is when you can start to seek the joy in life. You can start to, to be present. You want to recognize the value in the highs and the values in the lows and staying present, being with whatever it is that you're at and recognizing that lows can have highs with them and highs can have lows with them. We can Everything can be gray, right? Instead of just seeing the world as black and white, we can be grieving and have happy moments allowing ourselves to have the full spectrum of, of emotions at all times and really 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 fully appreciate the moment i i can't even tell you how many times that i was not aware of what was even happening i was not i was not appreciating what was happening in my present because i was either um like spinning about the past right thinking what i could have said what i should have said what what i didn't do like, we can ruminate about that, right? Or thinking about the future. We're either worrying or even excitement. Excitement for the future can take you out of the present. And I know as uh Enneagram 7, we are often pulled into the future. And I call it future tripping, right? I would be, like, on one vacation and future tripping about what the next one was. I might be eating a most delicious meal, but thinking about what my next one would be, Right? It was my mind wasn't where I was. And so that way I never actually got to experience what I was experiencing, what was happening to me. So I told you that I'd learned this lesson many times. It wasn't just with my divorce, although that was the one that stuck with me the most. It also when I was younger, I used to be a uh, summer camp counselor at a Girl Scout camp. And every summer... You would get so close to the staff that was there, and the first summer that I did that, it I had the feeling that like this is how it would be forever, like the same people would come back the next year and we'd we'd do the same thing again, right? And there was a little worry that that wouldn't happen. At the end of the summer, I was really sad that the thing that was so magical was coming to an end. Um, But I definitely still had high hopes that like it would just be exactly like that the next year. And I came back the next year and realized that it's a completely – it's a different group of people. Even if the same people were there, sometimes they changed and it was a a different mix. And it was still just as magical but totally different. And I grieved for the summer before that would never be again. And so at the end of every summer, I would be like, okay, it will never – be like this again. And it really started, I started to be much better at fully enjoying each summer, each moment for what it was, each person and them in my life for that period of time and and appreciating the moments more and not taking them for granted. So I loved that perspective is it helped me to really appreciate what I had and to fully enjoy it because I knew it would never, never be the same. And since then, like different experiences like that have been the same way, like when you're a teacher, there's a group of students maybe that particularly you click with or it just is a great year and and knowing like, okay, well, this is this year like let's let's appreciate it for what it is because it will not be the same the next year and finding finding your presence and in the appreciation so how do we do that right so I know for me. A lot of the times my mind wasn't in the present because I was uh, thinking about all the things I had to do and making a plan for how I'd get them done and like worrying that I would forget something. And so my brain was very busy with my to-do list. And uh, I'm sure many of you feel the same way, right? So one technique you can use is you can free up your brain space and you can free up your mm, worry by writing everything down. Like take your weekend... Write everything down that you're going to have to do for the week. Look at your week. I have a planner where you can mark out hour by hour what you're going to do each day. And so I mark in when I'm going to do the different things that I need to do. Knowing that I have a space and a time for everything on my to-do list helps me to then not have to hold that anymore and to let go of that and to be able to be totally present in what I'm doing. This uh, I found really helpful when I wanted to be more intentional about being present with my children. right? And so one thing that you can do is you can set a timer. right? Decide how long are you going to play with your child, set the timer, talk to them about it. It helps them as well. And that way, both of you can just be fully playing and you know that whatever else you have to do will get done because you scheduled it in. And now you can be fully in this moment and you don't have to worry about even looking at your phone because the alarm will go off. Helps you be really present. Same thing with um, with your self care, scheduling it in, making sure, and then when you do it, you are like, "I scheduled this. I am allowed to give this to myself because I put it in the plan, right? I made time for it, and I had the same thing with meditation. So meditation itself is another way to help you be more present. It's it's practice and training the brain to be in the here and now, and so." My busy brain had a really hard time learning to meditate. I hear a lot of people say, oh, I can't do that. My, my brain doesn't th- stop. Okay, yeah. You're, you and everyone else, you are not alone in that. But you can work on that. So one of the things I would do is when I would catch my brain spinning out again, I would say, Lisbeth, you scheduled in this 10 minutes. You gave yourself this gift of 10 minutes to meditate so you don't have to worry about those things that are coming to your mind. There's a space for them after this. You can be here right now. And in the beginning, I had to do that a lot. I had to remind myself a lot. I had to bring myself back to the present a lot. But over time, you, you're training your brain. You get better at it. Your 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 inner self starts to trust you more because you do get the other things done in the other times. And so then it can start to relax and you are able to empty your brain and be present. Believe me, I, I experienced this. Like my brain can go a mile a minute. It really can. But it will behoove you to train it to not do that all of the time. It's, it changes the way you think. It changes the way you operate in the world. And it changes the way that you feel in your head. It's absolutely amazing and totally worth figuring out how to do it for yourself. Hi, friends. I want to take a break from this episode to talk about you. Are you taking care of you? This life is crazy busy. There is always something. It feels chaotic. There's always something happening. And we're still like getting back to normalness after the pandemic. Stress levels are higher than ever. You can look at the studies. It is more important than ever to take the time to take care of you. And we all know we do not have a lot of time. So you wanna make it as easy as possible. I have a wellness community that you can jump in and I will set you up with tools that make it easy to have a daily exercise routine, to fuel your body with good food without having to take time to research like what you should be doing. Like you don't have to think about all that because professionals have made it. And then you have the accountability and the community of the group that I have formed. So if you know that this is you, you need to take care of you, then you should talk to me about joining my wellness community and we'll look at the tools that are going to help you feel your best self. So you might say, okay, well, if I'm always staying in the present, then how am I going to make sure that I am setting goals and dreams and moving myself forward and being the best I can be, right? I got to focus on my dreams. I got to—I got things to build in my life, right? Of course, of course you do. Of course, you do, and of course, I do. But that is another thing that we can schedule in, right? And one thing that we want to be careful about is remembering impermanence when we are doing these goals and these dreams. And maybe set aside a time, like pick a time in your schedule where you are going to follow maybe Rachel Hollis's 10101 or some other, you know, goal building, dream building thing. And you're going to focus on that and you're going to think about. Um, like in the planner book that I have, not only does it have weekly like where you can write down like hour by hour what you're going to do, but quarterly it has you set goals and think about what will be the steps to to reach those goals and like and and, uh, assessing where you are right now and how you did and what you need to do to move forward. Those are all really good things to do, but let's schedule it in let's have a time where we're specifically doing that and then with that, once you set your goal and you set some of the habits in place that are going to help you get there that 's when you need to surrender right You can say this or something better because there's there's only so much that our brain can comprehend in a moment our future self is going to be able to. Do so much more than we can comprehend right now if we allow that to happen, right? And so surrender your goals, your dreams to the universe saying this or something better. I'm open to guidance. Thank you for the guidance that you're sending to me. And when we come at everything with that mindset, knowing that opportunities, we just need to do the next best step and then more opportunities will show themselves. And as we keep our vibration high, that's when we're going to attract more things to our lives as we open up our minds and our... Um, that's when we're able to see things that were even there before that we didn't see. Because if you get so stuck on like, this is what I want to do. And this is how I have to get there. You're blocking yourself. Because there's actually many ways that you can get to what you want. And maybe what you want isn't what you think you want. I know, I know. So it can be confusing, but you want to have your goals, you want to have your dreams, but you also want to surrender them and you want to just focus on the next best step and you want to make sure that you are not future tripping about them all the time. So when we are not um, uh, accepting the idea of impermanence, right, and we are trying to control and we are... um, we are thinking that if things don't stay where they the way they are, or if we don't stay with this this person that we're in a relationship with, and everything's going to fall apart, we li- we're living in fear, right? And when you're coming from a place of fear, your vibration is lower. You you don't see a lot of things you normally would. Um, you're blocking your manifestation power. So we don't want to we don't want to be there. So. What you want to catch yourself when you're moving into fear and move into love and trust and believing that the universe has your back and that you are being supported and being guided. And, and what is of the best good for you and everyone else is on its way to you if you're open to it, right? And so when in order to be able to do that, in order to not live in that fear in our relationships, we need to build our relationship with ourselves. I am very guilty of, in past relationships, saying things like, I don't know how I would live without this person. I don't know what my life would even be without them, right? Um, That is not love. We can appreciate someone. We can love having them in our life, but we don't want it to be like, I have to have them in my life. So you want to build your relationship with yourself. You want to know that no matter what happens, you're going to have yourself and you're going to be okay. And that if something ends, it's because there's something even better on its way. I And, and this doesn't have to be just romantic partnerships. This can be friendships too, right? I lo- I love the saying that says people are in your lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, right? And when I say that, you probably have specific people who come to mind for you. Um, I have many people that I had seasons with and they were wonderful seasons, and I'm so grateful for them. Uh and, and and yeah, I let go of them, right? We we let go. And I've also had people who were in my life for a very specific reason, right? Um, and then when that when that is cleared or solved or learned, whatever, whatever it was that reason, and then it moves on, right? And then there's those other people that they you know they're in your life for a lifetime. And it could be in a different form, right? That's where that's where the impermanence comes in with that. It's like where you, you are living in relation to each other, how your relationship looks, um, what what you do together. That can all shift. Um, but there's there's like what I call my soul people. They they will always be there. When we get together, it's like no time has passed. Um and they just they mean so much to me. So, but it's it's an idea of not being attached. You want to like release your attachment to that. Know that that we don't know how things are gonna go. There's no way we can predict it. And that no amount of planning on our part or holding on and controlling as tight as we can is going to make a difference. In fact, that is probably what's gonna mess things up even more. And so allowing and appreciating and being present, staying in this moment. Right, friends that is what i have for you today if you found any of that helpful i hope that you pass it on to a friend maybe take a screenshot post it to your stories tag me so we can connect on instagram i'm at Lisa beth underscore coning i'd love to connect with you uh, there and wishing you a week of total presence total presence in whatever is going on in your life your ability to let go of that future tripping let go of the ruminating on the past and just be here be not here now and enjoying this moment and and the wonderfulness that is impermanence embracing it all right have a wonderful week